Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, let's start a new book. Um, this book is called How to Speed Dog by a Standing by a Stanley Corin. Um, I love this book, right? First of all, um, I have two dogs. Um, that's the primary reason why I read it. And secondly, I truly believe that um, whenever we are interacting with dogs, um, it's very, very important for us to know exactly what are they talking about or uh, what is their intention, right? Um, when I used to not have a dog, I thought, oh, okay. Um, I feel like when they are have when they have sorry of like you know like biting our strangers or you know dogs are have like aggression uh, aggression problems i thought oh it's a dog's fault but the more i'm into the dog training world or the dog owning world i realize that it's most of the time not the dog's fault at all right like, i'm not saying that the dog did not bite the person directly but i'm saying is it's probably some misunderstanding or some mistraining in the beginning that causes that, right? And I think the reason I want to spend a couple of days on this book, maybe a few days, talking about dog behavior, is that if you have a dog, great, right? Use it right away and read its book. But I, I, I truly believe that um, with this book, is really, really, how should I frame it? It's really, really easy to use it as a regular dog lover. Maybe you don't have a dog right now, but you, you know how to interact with your dog. And you, you can read their body language. And I think it's very, very important to do that. So this entire um, quote-unquote um, idea comes from this particular practice called Evolutionary Aspirinato. Um, E-S-P-R-A-N-T-O, Esperanto. Um, so it's kind of like linguistic, but evolutionary linguistic, kind of like that. So I'm just going to do a kind of like a quick idea, right? So let's say a low pitch versus a high pitch, right? A low pitch meaning that, okay, it's probably a dog that you want to avoid. Maybe it's like a, a giving you a warning. And uh, a, a high pitch is probably means something a little bit more uh, not controllable, right? It's something that's a reaction. Um, for example, when you are a new wolf, right? When you approach and you hear a low growler, then you know that he's trying to attack the pack, right? The new wolf doesn't have good intention, trying uh, trying to disrupt the water. So... Growling, in a sense, usually means to try to scare someone away. Now, uh, pe uh, people sometimes think, oh yeah, like when the dog is growling, they're probably uh, probably uh, aggressive. It's actually not true because when dogs attack, they just attack. They don't bark. They don't say, I'm coming, <laughs> right? Uh, an example of that would be, like, let's say, a police dog, right? Um, they're going to be more straightforward. Like when, whenever you see a police dog, they usually just get unleashed and they just usually just go trying to take down the criminals, right? Um, and another sign of this particular ling dog linguistic patterns is long versus short duration. So a short duration usually with high intensity, it usually means fear, need, anxiety, pain. Let's say uh, if you set up a dog's foot and they usually just give like a quick 
a very high pitch, like, right, or ah, right, something like that. And uh, for long duration, it's something more intentional, right? For example, right, um, whenever that, uh, I don't think he does it very often now, but uh, I think when he first joined my family, joined our home, uh, whenever uh, like he sees a stranger approach the window and he will just do a short bark, bark right? And then a long haul, uh, he'll be like, and then something like that, right? So again, if you mix in the two language key, the short sound meaning that, oh, maybe he feels anxiety, maybe he feels some stranger is attacking our home. And then the long one just saying, hey, I'm here, get away from my house, <laughs> right? Something like that. So last pattern, I'm just gonna go over some general pattern before we dive into more details within the next few days. The next pattern is called uh, the repetition rate. So the more repeated the, uh, the uh, bark is, the more excited the dog is, the higher level it is. The lower repeated, the calmer it is. And then it's like a passing state of mind. It's kind of like when we're thinking about one thing and all of a sudden our brain jump to another thing, something like that. So whenever that we hear a dog, like maybe just say bark once and then just give up or just don't bark anymore, it's probably because they were very very interested in that before, but now with training, with uh, you know socialization, it's not a big deal anymore, right? So for example, like my dog tend, uh, tend to bark once or twice at the window and then just show moderate interest. And they're now showing, showing very, very high interest, right? And when a dog barks at a high level and bark at a repeated level, it shows a higher level of, uh, of arousal right there. So like you see, this is all kind of coming into one place where we can say, okay, this is some interesting things that we can talk about. So. Within the next few days, um, I'm going to dissect a couple of these factors, right? Growling, high pitch, low low pitch, barking, body language, mouth shape. I think it's really, really key for me to memorize it, <laughs> right? And it's really, really key for people that are a dog lover or interacting with dogs often to know that as well. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, share with your friends, to your fellow dog lovers. And then uh, have a nice day.